Hi, welcome to Turn-Based Besties, a podcast where two grown adults with no free time talk about their favorite RPGs of yesteryear, tomorrow, and sometimes today. I'm DJ, a lifelong, casual, and often persnickety gamer who loves retro RPGs, and I'm really trying to get into newer RPGs. And I'm Sam. I'm a mid-30s father of soon-to-be three who picked up gaming as an adult. I uh, dabbled a little uh, growing up, but RPGs and longer form games definitely started that as an adult. So, uh, but I've grown to absolutely love it. And it's a major pastime and hobby of mine now. Yay, 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 yay. So, um, so this is our first episode, episode one. Um, episode one. So what will this podcast be about? Um, we'll quickly go over what we're going to talk about. Don't worry, it will not be a dissertation. Um, so we're going to just talk about different types of games, um, in future episodes, we might just do some stuff over only old school or only retro, which would be, uh, in my wheelhouse. Um, we might talk about just an obscure game. We're obviously going to talk about like the AAA big budget titles at some point, um, which Sam, I think will be more in your, uh, specialty than me. I would say so. Yeah, the big budget RPGs, the more modern ones, the remasters of older ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's more my wheelhouse. The uh, more less story, more battle system, more difficult potentially. Yeah, that's yeah. more my wheelhouse. Yeah, we'll have that nice intersection of remasters because it's a brand new game that's an old game, so it'll be nice when we'll both get to like blab. Both of us. That. And right. we will be talking about that later this episode, something well, we, specifically we, I, that. The irony is not lost on me that we are called turn-based besties, and the first game we're kind of going to talk about is actually not a turn-based game. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but it's it's a the heart of JRPGs, so it counts, and if you don't like it, that's okay. Um, we'll also sometimes rank games and... I don't know if we become cooler we'll talk about news and rumors of upcoming games and remakes and remasters um and then you know all the games we played and finished or in my case probably didn't finish um in this past year of 2023 very good yeah uh do we want to talk a little bit more about our backgrounds being it episode one um and how you know our gaming story to this point yeah do you want to go first sure um so yeah as i mentioned definitely got into gaming more as an adult an odd time to do so some may say uh growing up you know i played a decent number of games i'd play uh super smash bros mario kart diddy kong racing goldeneye halo all those kind of uh you know multiplayer uh games that all my friends would play i might pick up a zelda game i might start a resident evil game but after i got lost the very first time i would put it down and put it down forever um so then about five years ago i had my first kid and um just before we had her i got a switch it seemed fun and i was excited about it and i can even remember the night uh that we went to the hospital i was laying there playing switch staying up later than i should and 
we had to rush to the hospital and I didn't get enough sleep before that started. That was not a smart call. But, um, you know, since that time, even when I would have the kids sleeping on me, I'd be playing something. And so it's just been a, um, a, a hobby of mine since. And I've really fallen in love with uh, some of the longer RPGs and and those kind of games. I'll still play the the racing games and the competitive games here and there. But um, most of my hours I'm dumping into the longer RPGs and it's been fantastic. Woo. And as someone who is a definitely not a hardcore gamer, but maybe a little bit more than a casual RPGer, I I love it when other people enjoy something that I enjoy. So um, it just it makes, makes my heart feel all warm. So when you texted me about um, your first kind of big RPG you were playing, you actually played it before I did because you had a Switch before I did. Um, and you inspired me to um, go out the next week and get a Switch and get this particular game. So what was the first game that turned you on to RPGs? I think it's got to be, I mean, this, this is going to just point out how recent and modern my uh, story has been, but it was probably Octopath Traveler 1, the first one. I think I dumped, I put a hundred plus hours into that game uh, and it was, I just loved it. You know, um, it was obviously a callback to um, older games in some, some ways with the sprites and, and the turn-based battling and, and random battles and all that stuff. Um, but also more modernized with the 2d, 3d graphics and, um, all of that. It's just, but it was so fantastic. The, the battle system was great and the music and everything. So, uh, really, really hooked me there. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was super fun as, um, someone who I lean more toward like retro RPGs when I get the chance to, um, but I feel kind of embarrassed, you know, that I, I'm playing these like Super Nintendo emulated games on my computer um, in 2023. Um, but you know, when Octopath- oh, That's you, out, that's good. Right? That's, that's just me. But when Octopath came out, it made me feel, it made me feel seen, Sam. Oh, <laughs> but it made me feel like, oh, that's, it's okay to like these old games, or in this case, a new game that um, was dressed up to look old. And you know, Octopath certainly wasn't the first game to have a retro style but i think it actually was the first game to have that is it 2d hd is what we call it yeah there's different ways they refer to it but yeah yeah um i think it was one of the first like big companies to put out a brand new not a remake not a remaster but to put out a brand new retro game and what is it 2018 2017 2018 when it came out i probably say 17 oh. yeah and i i think i think what they found though is there's more and more of an appetite for that right and that's why um i think it was decently successful and then um the newer one was even more, well i think they both been pretty successful let's see it says it came out in da, 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 2018 actually so july 2018 cool, cool. you right yeah anyway but it, it's uh yeah, yeah. So I guess we could point out some slight differences in our gaming preferences. You've you've hinted to it. I've hinted to it. I would say um, that yeah. Um, while we both like turn-based games and RPGs and and those kind of things, um, I probably 
game a little leaned a little bit more into the battle systems and it being a little grittier and maybe more difficult and care less about the stories uh some about the stories just less about the stories um and i just i want that challenge and the systems to be very intricate and when i get hooked on something i'm much more i'm just gonna i'm gonna finish it i want to go all the way to the end so you know those hundred hours in octopath was because of a lot of that at the end there's a there's a kind of a super dungeon at the end and so i can remember spending days on the final boss trying to uh make sure i could beat them and it was you know i was going to beat them and I so for you texting me um all i think four days it took you to yeah something like that getting getting an update um which always uh, <laughs> made me smile yay it never annoyed me and i think i sent a text when i probably should have just discussed it with you at some point outlining my entire strategy for how i um bested the final boss which was uh, text was the wrong format for how long that message was but it's okay or or <laughs> a small novel um <laughs> <laughs> and then so yeah that's kind of where my tastes lie and then i'd say you've, you've hinted to it but you're a little bit different in that i'm different sam thanks um <laughs> No, um, I, I I like the older games, but uh, like um, like Final Fantasy VI and Earthbound, um, of course those like classics. But I do like I like newer games. Um, I don't know if we'd call them AAA. Maybe we'd call them Double A games instead, um, like Star Ocean: The Divine Force. Or um, you and I both played um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, basically that's together. definitely AAA yeah that, that's a AAA you're right um, so I, I do like new games but the story to me the story has to hook me it has to feel like I'm reading or listening to a book if there's a lot of voice acting um, it has to be a, you know an engaging battle system but I have no problem putting everything on easy difficulty and coasting my way to the end so I can get to like the end of a story and if there is post game content um i say thank you so much for making that i'm not interested uh <laughs> i'll let my friend sam do that instead well there you go yeah and that's a little hint towards uh what we'll talk about later on as well and i think it when you when you mentioned three houses it, it outlines this kind of perfectly because i just started fire emblem engage which yeah. is I, I believe that you know it's thought to be or or my understanding i'm only about five hours in but um much less story heavy, uh, much much less social interaction heavy than Three Houses was. And uh, you were into Three Houses. We were both into Three Houses. Yeah. Um, but this one is much more focused on the gameplay and the battling. And I'm, I'm pretty into it right now, um, regardless of if it's lacking in story and social interactions and those kind of things. And it looks um, really pretty. And the, the, the battle system seems... Much better than Three Houses. Yeah, the battle system seemed, I, I played a couple hours of it, um, and it seemed f similar, you know, it, you know, a grid-based strategy RPG. Um, I hear that it's more similar to other Fire Emblems that are, that's not Three Houses. That's what I was hearing too, yeah, they kind of, uh, Three Houses was the straying away from the formula, and then this is kind of getting back to the formula, and yeah. so yeah, far it's good, it's good. Yeah, because Three Houses had all like the social sim stuff, which... You know, despite one of my favorite games, I'm not 
a huge like lover of the social sim or like the dating sim part in some RPGs. Um, well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Maybe. <laughs> and, and, you know, speaking of difficulty levels, there's like a regular hard and a maddening for Fire Emblem Engage. I think it was the same levels for three houses. And so I'm doing it on hard because maddening seems too tough to start, but uh, I don't know, just the regular that's the that feels like the easy mode if it's the lowest one and so i had to do I, i've played enough strategy rpgs that i felt like i should do it however i'm also playing it on classic so if anybody dies they dead no nope. and so then i have to restart the whole battle so it's gonna take me the upper you know if you look at how long it's gonna take to beat a game i think i'm gonna be on the upper end because i'm not i, I can't lose somebody that's a failure so I, i'm gonna have to go back and get them and, and repeat it. And I've already had to repeat one a couple times. <laughs> you know how you could also not lose somebody is like, don't play it on classic. That's <laughs> <laughs> classic. It's the way it's supposed to be done. I think it, I think it, it hurts that much. Oh, it hurts so bad when they, when they die and it makes a different sound. And then it's like slow motion as they fall to the ground and reverb echo on their voices. You know, it's the last time you hear them. However, it's nice. They've got a, a rewind function too, which makes it, Easier. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I can just kind of rewind there, but but you know how it goes. It's pretty hard hitting too. You know, somebody if you happen to just get critted or you're out of position and your your unit type is is mismatched, you're you're done. So so anyway, uh, but not to get too far off topic. Oh sure, I mean it's our first episode. It can be any topic we want it to be. Mm -hmm. We can do whatever we want. So uh, the topic of this first episode is um, both of us discussing what I would say is our, it's my top RPG of 2023. It's, you know, it's, it's number one for me, man. Um, but it's way you, up there for me. It's great. Yeah. It's like top three for you. I bet probably. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to, do you want to start? Since this is like my literally one of my all-time favorite jrpgs of my life i'll actually let you start with it okay so i mean the nice thing maybe it's not turn-based um it's an action rpg but i think it outlines a lot of what we've been talking about you know you grew up playing this game you've played through it multiple times now there's a remake mm -hmm. um and i had never played it before um so the game we're talking about is um star ocean second story r um and it's it's great so this so wait is a remake remaster it's a remake it's a it's a remake it is a yeah there's enough difference that it's a remake that's how you say that yeah oh my god everything was outside of the sprites that they used and keeping the story and keeping the voice acting from the 2009 psp remaster it's a it's a remake baby yeah okay well that's what that's what i thought so it's it is fantastic. My only experience with Star Ocean before this is I did start First Departure, the first of the series, um, since I got it on sale through the Nintendo Switch eShop. Um, and to be honest, that one was was hard for me to get into. Um, and so I put it down after a little bit. I think your tip to me was, was um, you know, save your, uh, um, your patience uh <laughs> with this type of game and just put it all into the second story r when it comes out and that's what i did and i'm so happy i did that so you know this is a just a it's just a fantastic game so it's 
it's it's just fun. I think one of the main things is it's just it's just fun. So the battling is fun. The music's great. The uh, the visuals are beautiful. It's kind of that uh, 2D HD as well, um, but a little bit more 3D. You know, you have a three um, a little bit more 3D than the uh, Octopath might be, but it is just it's just a blast. So. Um, I don't think I'd played quite an action RPG like this before. I, I had never played the Tales series or the Ease games. Those are definitely on my list to play. Um, but I think those would be maybe a little bit more similar to the action RPG style of Star Ocean. But um, but it's it's just um, really, you know, immersive there too. So what did I say about it? Um, you know, I guess uh, I'll just give... Uh, main points here i'd say my favorite parts of it and i think i do think that the skill system and the specialties and the super specialties and the skill points is rather unique to this and is 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 pretty fun and it's really fun and you know just battling and exploring and looking around and and, and getting sp and bp and all these things and then just dumping it into different skills that was probably one of my favorite parts i know that sounds a little lame probably but just just looking at how customizable every character could be because you could put skill points and bp into so many different categories and really you know make them what you wanted to make them i thought that that was um probably more fun than i should have had just watching numbers go up and levels go up but it was great and then and then so you know they really were what'd you say it's so gratifying though it was so gratifying and that's yeah gratifying and fun gratifying too and a lot of games it bugs me if you have if you do things for no reason that's not this game you do think you know especially with the you know with the all the missions what is it guild missions and um and uh something other quests you know is you can every little thing you do you can then go into the menu and you get sp bp items whatever for for what you were doing it's it's um so gratifying and then you dump those back into the skills and power and and utilize that and that was just that loop was was um engrossing and so that was that was great you can even you know the exploration was was really fun too that's a difference probably between us is you like to use the um guides and, and walkthroughs and stuff like that for a lot of games and i try with that but it just i want to you know watch some videos or read up on the systems and, and understand those and then just let me go and try to figure it out and and but and that's what this game I think let me do is I could explore and I could you know around every turn you might get some exp for finding a, a, a crash site or a mountain or something you know you find a thing and you get some exp for that um you can do some battles and, and get some more bp and sp uh there's fishing sites that everywhere so and you know each place you go you can catch different fish and then even the fish you catch you know allow you to the number of different species you catch allows you to get different perks and 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 and, and everything from the some of the npcs and that was fantastic everything you do matters and and that was great the um battling was really fun and um However, it does feel a little bit automatic. You know, you do all that tinkering and you get your people the way you want them to be. And then it mostly felt like for most battles, you were either more powerful or you you weren't. Maybe you get surrounded and you get beat up on, but mostly it, as long as you had done what you needed to do with items and, and skill points and, and BP, then you'd probably do pretty well. But um, but yeah, and then you know, audio, just great, catchy 
beautiful orchestral orchestral music and the uh, audio engineering. I can just remember thinking as I walked towards a waterfall, I heard it getting louder and, and the footsteps on different surfaces. All that was was great. And then the story was was rather engrossing too. I'm more sci-fi leaning than fantasy. So this was right up my alley. Um, and, you know, overall, just, just a lot of fun. And I do think that in the long run, you should play the final dungeon if you can ever muster the strength, because I'd say that was my favorite part. The okay. different, a different puzzle, a different, uh, you know, something on each floor, uh, much more difficult enemies, uh, great loot. You got people's final uh, forms of their final weapons and final abilities and all that stuff. And it was just a blast. It was the culmination of kind of all the other systems, because whereas I might not have had to utilize all the battle systems before then to get through this final dungeon, I definitely had to. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I would, I don't, are we ranking things? Do we do things with like a, a ranking system? I mean, we can, I mean, or if you want to, um, I mean, sure, we totally can. Um, do we want to do a score? Is that a we, thing we'll do? We can do a score. We're not, you know, preface, we are not gaming journalists. Um, so our scores, I mean, I don't know, maybe we will turn into gaming journalists. I don't know. Um, but yeah, why not? Let's rank it. You want to do it out of 10? 10 sounds good. Sure. You know, so for me, I put this at like a nine, nine and a half, somewhere in there out of 10. It was that good. Um, so yeah. yeah, I definitely up there. If I, um, anyway, I've been talking for a bit there. I, I don't know if we should do more back and forth. So maybe you give your thoughts and then we can keep chatting. I love hearing um, one of my dearest humans to me talk about one of my dearest games. Like, are you kidding me? This is so great. Um, <laughs> And it, it just goes to show that this remake is, I mean, it is not a port of the original PS1 game, which I still also love. And it's not a port of the PSP version, which I also love. Like this is a ground up total remake and it made it more accessible to uh, folks who don't have like nostalgic colored glasses on like I do. Um, you know, I, I, I I check Reddit a lot. Uh, I mean, like the Star Ocean Reddit, uh, subreddit rather. Um, Doing and, fan art. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, you know, it's just fun to see what people are saying. I, I don't think I could recommend going back to the original or to the uh, the first remaster. Or, yeah. I think if someone hasn't played this before, you have to play the remake. There's no reason. There's no reason for me even to go back and play the PS1 or the PSP version ever again, um, which might be blasphemous um, to some diehard fans, and that's fine. Some folks really love the the corniness of the minimal voice acting in the in the PS1 version of it. People all, are always like, I really like the voice acting in the original PlayStation version. And I'm like, what are you talking about? There was no voice acting outside of being in the battles. That was it. And that was it. The cutscenes didn't have voice acting. Um, so it always just makes me chuckle that you're like, you love Claude saying like, that was an eight out of 10. It's like, you like that voice acting over like an entire cast giving us, you know, like 30 hours of speech. Okay, whatever. Um, but it's and as far as voice acting, sorry to cut you off there, but with the voice acting, I know you can pick the old or new music and then you can pick individual voice actors, can't you? Yes. 
that okay but does that include the old voice actors or is that just the new so um they they have the original japanese actors um they have the psp japanese actors from 2009 and then they have the original english actors from 2009 the option to have ps1 it, well there would not it wouldn't make sense to have the option for ps1 because again the the cutscenes were not voiced um and so if somebody really liked the old voice actors they could still even select them if someone liked the 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 old japanese ones they could select them um absolutely um because the this one used the 2009 english recording they didn't re-record the the gotcha okay um which sorry is, i cut you off there oh you're good which is totally serviceable like some are better than others and i rarely um i will rarely blame the voice actor if something sounds off it's usually lack of direction so i'm i'm, yeah. I'm not gonna blame the, any of the voice actors if they sound a little corny um but the game is just so streamlined now. Uh, one of my favorite new things about it, and this is a tiny thing, I think you and I were talking about it, is the, I think it's the super specialty bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's brand new. Um, where you can basically put your other three active party members out on the field with you in charge of running off on their own and touching the the green monsters on the world map so green means that like they're not going to attack you they're weak they're not worth getting into a battle and your other party members go up and touch them and then in like a split second you get all that experience and all that currency added to you and then if you have all three of them running out it could be bam 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 it's like you just fought three battles and you get all that experience um i that is wildly insane to me that other games don't do something like that. It's really similar to, the only thing I can think of it is there are other games that have um, like an automatic victory um, button that you can push for some battles. And after playing Star Ocean, I'm like, well, this is kind of their automatic victory where you don't need to fight a trash mob to get five XP anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so going forth, like after Star Ocean, I played a couple games that had that victory, that automatic victory button. And I would use that with no shame after after I got to a certain point that I was I was fighting a trash mob you know I was I was wasting time playing the game getting into a battle if I could just push the victory button the quality of the focus on quality of life features and being able to play the game the way somebody wants to play it fantastic bitch that was something that was paramount to them you could tell that some folks want to grind 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 for levels and whatever else yeah. um but some people don't, or maybe it just doesn't quite align. You know, generally I want to grind a little bit, um, but then I want to be leveled for the next battle. And they allow that by doing the bodyguard and allow and scouting and a few different things, chaining the battles together. There was a uh, so many ways that you could level up um, quickly. You know, I wasn't grinding that much, you know, and I went through the, at all. And I went through the final dungeon and Claude, who was my main character, was I think I looked at it the other day, 209 is the Ooh. final level I was at um, for him. And that wasn't a whole lot of grinding. That was just bodyguard, like you said, and a few different tactics, but yeah. Yeah, and, and the thing is, you know, for those who are listening and you're like, well, I really want to grind. Great. Do it. You can still in this game. It doesn't, it doesn't take away the grind at all. You can still make it as difficult as you want. 
Mm -hmm. For some of us who are pushing 40, I, I don't have time. I don't have time to, you know, oh, yeah. grind for seven hours and not, not advance the story. Um, not that I was really interested in that 30 years ago even, but I'm definitely not interested in it now. Um, yeah. So they respect yeah. your time. Yeah, it does. The, the quality of life, I mean, other games that are going to be remade need to look at Star Ocean to see how it was done. Agreed. And, and if the quality of life is not going to be as high value as Star Ocean is, not worth remaking. Mm -hmm. Waste of time, honestly. Um, and I think you and I are not the only folks who are coming at this from different perspectives who are calling Star Ocean a remake of a 1998 game, one of our top games in 2023. I don't know, I mean, I don't know if that's a commentary on the state of gaming or it's just a commentary on how fantastic this game is. Maybe a little bit of both. Um, Maybe a little bit of both, but I, I think 2023 was a pretty strong gaming year. I just think it's a, a good game that was remade really, really well. So well. Yeah, I just, I don't, I think there were a lot of other good games, but I think it, it stands out because it was redone so well, but also it started from a high place. And it totally did. Oh, I didn't, um, I'll give my ranking. Um, so I was thinking about this um, and I was going to try to be fair, but nope, 10 out of 10. Like, <laughs> absolutely. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. It's your favorite game ever, right? I, or one, one of them leading up to this. Arguably my favorite, between that and uh, Lunar, the Silver Star, um, which you've not played in. Uh, I have not. I'll probably make you play it sometime in, in 2024. There are four different versions, so. <laughs> oh, good. Do I have to play all four? Uh, I mean, I have. I own all four, but whatever. Um... <laughs> I I would be, you know, upset if you didn't give it a 10 out of 10 in a way because it, the remake was so good and it started out as one of your favorite games. So it's just, there's no, I feel like it had to be, right? Just perfect. Um, and God, the music. Um, for those who don't know, I am a professional musician. So the music aspect, maybe we'll do a music episode someday. Let's do it. I am not a professional musician for those who don't know. So anyway. The music in this game was just wild. Um, it was um, Motoi Sakuraba. And they have done more than just Star Ocean. Like They've done um, the music for the Dark Souls series, which seems more up your alley than mine. That seems too difficult for me. <laughs> Um, they've done some of the Tales games, um, Golden Sun, the, the Game Boy Advance series. Um, they've done Mario Golf, Mario Tennis. I think they did one of the Valkyrie profiles, if not all of them, which is uh, an, another Tri-A Square Enix game that, um, damn, you should play at some point, Samuel. Do that too. Uh, add it to the backlog. I will add it to the, uh, yeah, you and me both. Um, yeah, I mean, you mentioned it before, the, and you have the option to change from orchestral to the original if you want to. Mm -hmm. And for some of, some, of, some of those people out there who want to live in nostalgia, switch to the original. That's great. Um, but holy God, the orchestral versions are so good. Um, it was fantastic. Yeah. And I think you only with the orchestral versions do you get more of that phasing in and phasing out of the volume. Um, I don't think you get that quite as well with the original, with the MIDI sounds. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just all in all a fabulous game. Um, who'd you, did we use the same party? I don't... At the end, um, 
I think it was close. I think um, so. I had Claude, Reyna, Ashton, and then my last one changed some because um, uh, it was uh, Welch or Pre- is it Precious? 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 Precise? Uh, Precious? Yeah. Yeah, and then Chisato, uh Either of those, what I would generally have, and then I never. And then my other ones that I recruited were Celine and Leon, but I didn't really ever use them. So. I basically my fourth party member would be whoever had the strongest weapon um, and the the yeah the biggest uh, attack modifier at that point in time. So we had almost the same party. We I I didn't get Welch and I I did recruit Noel. So um, we will talk about the we'll call them our gripes that we have with gripes. each game that we review. Um, gripes of wrath. Gripes of Wrath. Yep. So uh, up next is our Gripes of Wrath section. Um, (laughs) Star Ocean, the second story R is a perfect gem. So I have no gripes. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, so if they're going to remake it another time, Uh, what would you have them do? If they remake it again. Uh, I mean, these aren't actual gripes that that I have because I had a really lovely time playing it. Um, It'd be cool if they could get an updated voice acting. Um, I know that costs money, you know, but if they could update the voice acting, um, if they were to remake it again, God, they, they should not remake it again. Um, but, you know, it was really cool that those who want to listen to the Japanese audio had two choices, um, whereas those who wanted to listen in English only had the one choice. So that would have been really cool to have had another English option um gosh you know i wish they would have brought back the rotating 3d models i'll have to show you this sometime sam on the original item creation each model was 3d and would rotate oh that sounds cool yeah why did they take that away they took it away in the psp remaster as well and they just gave you a a flat looking image Fine, it was probably easier to to compress that on the PSP, but, you know, with a brand new game, I thought it would be pretty cool if we could have had those 3D rotating models. Um, That might be the only... Well, the battle system, I liked the updates a ton from the original version. Mm -hmm. Uh, The... Was it the chain attack? Am I thinking of a? Am I mixing up games? There was a chain attack in this, right? Yeah, and when you link battles together, multiple battles together, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. And so was building up the bonus gauge. <laughs> There's a thing that if you pushed X at the right time, um, you could jump behind them. And I feel like as soon as you got four people in your party, and as soon as there were like ten monsters on screen, you didn't have time to push X. Especially if you were at 300% already, if you just didn't push it, then you likely would not get broken. So there would be that there was no more benefit to it. Yes, um, it was a cool concept. Um, but the dodge, it was a dodge function, I think. Just dodge. dodge function, yeah. It was cool, cool on paper. I'm not sure if it totally read how they wanted it to, um, because I didn't use it very often at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those those are your gripes of wrath. Yeah. 
Okay. So I'm just going to look through, I have a five page word document that I made on Wait. my review. Wait. So yeah, just, well, it's not, it's not all paragraphs. It is largely bullet points that were reminding me of things I wanted to mention. And so I'll kind of just scan through here. I'll mention maybe some good stuff too, even. Um, but let's see. Um, I literally wrote down every one of the specialty skills and those kind of things and went and, and wrote down like what they did to remind myself of that. Oh, um, nerd. I have big time nerd. Um, but let's see. So I think a gripe might be so with the with the some of the skills, I, I do like them. I, I think and they I think they did a fantastic job with um, com compared to when I tried to do first departure and I just was so lost on, okay, how do they, which ones am I trying to upgrade in order to get which specialty and which super specialty that is very streamlined here. You're capable of seeing what it takes to get, um, the next specialty and super specialty, and then what it takes to get to the next level. That is fantastic. That is a quality of life that is welcomed and, and really made it less daunting and so much more approachable. I still think it's a little daunting. And it's like why I, I, there was customization, crafting, and blacksmithing, which all allow you to craft weapons, necklaces, rings, shields. It's like, can't there maybe just be one thing for crafting weapons, shields, whatever? And then you just, you know, that just seemed like, why are there three? But maybe there needs to be different tiers or something for if it's a super special tier, whatever else. That still seemed a little clunky to me because yeah. it just made it so complex. And and then there were systems that I didn't even use. The game is so deep, which is a positive. Um, but uh, there were so many that sometimes I didn't find myself using them as much. And also, you didn't necessarily need to if you use some of the other systems. Like the, the remaking um, uh, super specialty. I think is so cool um, that you can add, uh, what do they call them? They call them um, effects and factors. Yeah. So you get two different things that you can get effects and factors um, that you just different buffs you can, you can add, which I think were awesome. It's a little tough. You know, you have to, you put pieces together and then it increases the support or the attack or the whatever. And then it's just RNG for what you get. And so uh, I did it a little bit and I messed with it a little bit, but then it was so hard to predict what you were going to get and it wasn't necessary. I didn't need it to, to, to beat them that I didn't use it as much. So, um, whereas on the forging one, the blacksmithing one, I think they did a really good job of, if you were trying to make a really strong one, sometimes it would show the item you needed to mix it with in gold or something that you need to combine. And then you'd know that that would, um, get you to a, more powerful weapon but with remaking they should probably just say okay if you mix these things together if you get the bar up to this then it'll potentially it'll have a this percentage chance of this good factor so maybe some rng but maybe a little bit more streamlined yeah. um i'm talking probably too much here yeah, give, this give, is me, our... give us one more gripe of wrath oh can i actually let me do no more gripes let me just do a, well actually no i'll do one more gripe and then i'll do a good thing is that okay yeah yeah Okay, this is more of a funny grape. I still, we talked about this before. It is a seven, so spoilers and stuff, but Need is, is a seven billion year old, super powerful civilization that, which I, I love some of the Star Trek and, and, and moralistic aspects of it. Like they locked themselves away because they were too powerful. They had to keep themselves from the galaxy or they would destroy it. Great, loved it. They still use 
a flying rocket lizard and <laughs> and a giant shark whale to maneuver through the world. Okay. I was what you can manipulate time and space. No, I was and you are in 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 and you are seven billion years old and you fly around on animals and go through and don't have submarines, but you have a whale shark that you, you know use. why? You know why? Because they're really eco-friendly. They're so green. They're so green. <laughs> that is the reasoning. That is that is my head cannon. And you can't. Yeah, this is. It makes total sense. You have spaceships, but then on your world, you're just gonna use a, a rocket lizard. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, the Sinard or whatever it was called. Yeah, so that one was a gripe, but a funny gripe. Um, and then the good, sorry, the last good thing I'll say, I'll, I'll end with a compliment sandwich here. Good thing. Bunny call. The oh bunny. God. We didn't oh talk about the bunny. So great. So great. So much fun. So much fun. So great. The song hits when you're bouncing around on the bunny. So for those, uh, the uninitiated, you can traverse the world with a bunny that you can ride on. So, you know, it's it's similar to Star Ocean's Chocobo, I guess. The bunny would be kind of akin to the Chocobo in, in, in Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy almost, almost right? Yeah. I, I like think so. Not, not some sort of- Not as iconic. Not as iconic, sure. But it's kind of, it's there. Yeah, so this bunny that you can go around on and it is great. It allows you to, it's totally um, does not even consider elevation. So you can go searching around for more chests and more things and the song is great. And then the other thing that I just loved, it doesn't make any sense, but it's so, it just, it's just another reason why the game was so much fun and joyous is that normally when you upgrade an ability to a higher level, it increases your percentage chance of something mm -hmm. um, commonly of, of succeeding on combining, you know, materials to make something else or succeeding on, you know, X, Y, Z. And, but generally there's a downside to it. You can, you would lose those materials if you didn't succeed. Um, for the bunny call, as you level up, you do have a higher percentage chance of getting the bunny to show up, but there's no downside. Zero downside. Not get, you just have to call the bunny again. And so your your characters each give these great fun bunny calls. And then it either says the bunny doesn't like you if it doesn't show up or a bunny has arrived. Yep. And it was so hilarious. I was cackling, laughing out loud the first time I, I saw that. And I was like, you know, it, it was the flip from why in the world is it a percentage chance if there's no downside to nope, love it, don't care, fantastic, no, nope, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no notes, move on, no, no. bunny, <laughs> bunny for the win. I, I love it. No notes. Um, I think we just got rewarded to hear them say, come on, bunny, come on, bunny, hey, oh, bunny, hey, oh, bunny. <laughs> it's so good it is so 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 good just fun that's why the game is just fun um okay so that's the sorry i know i probably talked too much but like i said i took five pages of notes on what i would say about the game I, and that's why you're my favorite nerd um i think that we should wrap up the episode by uh saying what we're playing right now and since these will be monthly episodes there's a good chance that every time we say what we're playing it'll likely be a different game at that point not always hopefully but maybe hopefully. not <laughs> hopefully it might be a really long game if not um so sam what game are you playing right now and on, on what system 
Um, so yeah, so I am, I guess I'm, I'm playing a couple, but yeah. the main one that I'm playing, um, on Switch is, uh, Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, I think I mentioned that earlier on that I started Fire Emblem Engage Pardon. and it is, it is great. Um, you know, I found myself a month or two ago, I heard the Fire Emblem Three Houses music again, and it was like, it just made me want to jump into that again. And so here I am. Um. After watching, you know, probably eight strategy tips, uh, tips and tricks YouTube videos on Fire Emblem Engage, I have started, and it is it is a blast. So, um, scratching that uh, strategy RPG itch, I haven't played one of those in a little bit. Cool. Yeah. What are you playing? Um, I am playing for the first time ever um, Final Fantasy Thirteen on the steam deck i just started that yesterday mm-hmm. so um yeah I, i've never played it before um you know like the, the running joke with our group of friends is that like i'm a jrpg nerd and i played like all the final fantasies well jokes on you all i haven't i've played maybe half of them maybe if that um so this is fun so far i'm like maybe five hours into it um, I think people called it like a hallway simulator for uh, the first half <laughs> of the game, but I'm not upset with it. It's really pretty looking. Um, the battle system doesn't give me anxiety. So um, those are all wins in my book. Yeah. So, it's not too, there's not too many bits. There's not too many pixels. No. <laughs> there's not too many, right? It, it does look rather <laughs> new. I guess that's okay. <laughs> Um, sorry that was a that was a low blow that's fine it's fine i am i am also casually playing 8-bit adventure so i'm getting making up for it i'm making up for it with playing a game that is supposed to look like it's a super or a regular nintendo game rather that's cool well i think think that wraps up our first episode of turn-based besties um we'll be back what is it december We'll be back in January with an all new year episode. Um, and I don't know what we're talking about yet, but we'll figure it out as we as we do this thing together. We are doing it. That's right. And uh, yeah, so until the new year, I guess. And when everything in the world is pointing you to go right, um, maybe go left. See what you find. My name's DJ. And I'm Sam. This is Turn-Based Besties, and we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye-bye.